Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It is 106 at Edmonton. Hour number two of Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Up next, for the next 24 minutes, you. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. River Cree, 780-496-0063. That's if you want to jump aboard. Tell us how you think the Oilers did in free agency. Um, Maybe what else are you looking to see Edmonton do? And do you have any empathy for the position that the Calgary Flames are in right now, losing Johnny Goodrow and perhaps having to make a challenging decision carrying forward here on a guy by the name of Matthew Kachuk? You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to go straight to the calls. i got to remember how to do this. Uh, I think we're going, he's been patiently waiting on line number two. Two, we're going to go to Alex. Alex, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? Do you want to bring him in? Uh, did I screw up there? I think I screwed up. <clears throat> what did I do? Let's do this. Derek, you bring Alex in. How does that sound? Can you do that for me? Alex, Alex, can we hear you? I, I can hear you. There we go. We got Alex me? now. There we go. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, well, you know, I mean, I, I was uh, texting and uh, about, I think, 1 o'clock in the morning the other night, and then I heard that uh, Kane tweet come out, and I thought it was a hoax because, you know, I didn't, you know, he, we know we went to market, and then when I heard he got signed in the morning there, I mean, it got confirmed, and then, uh, of course, I was totally stoked at that price point and the, the term, and, uh, and then getting, uh, you know, Campbell, of course, that was no surprise, so that's great. And Kulak, wonderful. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Skinner uh, back up Campbell and see how that goes. I hope Holloway makes the team, and I'd definitely like to see Broberg get in there. Looking forward to all that. Yes, I think they need another defenseman, and I have no idea what's going on with Kuviar, what they're going to do with him and Fogley. Uh, Obviously, Yamamoto is going to be there. Um, I have zero uh, empathy or sympathy for the Calgary Flames. I go back... As far as you, with the Battle of Alberta, and, uh, you know, they lost their best player. I mean, that's got to suck. But I, if anything, I'd be angry if I was a Calgary Flame fan. I wouldn't be depressed. I'd be 
really choked right now. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do, but hey, we uh, we retained our players. I think we're going to be a stronger club this year. And uh, Calgary's not, and uh, we got an easier way out of the division. So, I mean, as a fan of the Ebbs Morris, I can't be sad about that. <laughs> Great stuff, Alex. I got a full board. Thanks for the call, okay? okay you bet. 780-496-0063. Uh, let's see. We're going to go to Big Bad Joe on line number three. Big Bad Joe, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine, Bob. I hope you do fine, too. Uh, what I'd like to say is from, uh, the sun shines a lot brighter in Edmonton after uh, yesterday. Yep. And on Jesse Pugliarvi, you know, I love the kid, but you know what? He has to grow up. You know, Simon, the best scenario is let him sign a one-year deal and prove to Ken Holland and Krav, uh, Woodcroft that he is a top-six player. And if it don't pan out, they can trade him uh, around December. I think the issue at this stage, Big Bad Joe, is the agent and the player thinks he's a top-six player, and I'm not sure that everybody else thinks he's a top-six player. I know the analytics people can make a very compelling argument that he is. Uh, I think he's a middle six player all day. I think he can alternate between lines two and three. I think it's going to be a very tricky scenario to watch with Yasapoliarvi because I do think that the Oilers' best players think Kyler Yamamoto is a top six player. And you now have Evander Kane back with McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent, Hopkins, and Hyman. So that's your top six. And so it's going to be pretty interesting to see what transpires here with Jesse. and the. Hey, if if Jesse was willing to come in on a one-year deal, um, let's say it's at two million bucks, and playing a line with Fogel and, and McLeod, I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. Uh, but I don't think he's necessarily going to be happy with that, and that's why we're in the scenario that we are. Yeah, why well, none of that situation with Calgary? Um, but I think what Kudrow did is not is bad because he knew already before that's my opinion i, I feel terrible for brad for a living because i think tree did everything yeah. possible to get that guy re-signed and i you know yeah that, that's got to be a you know it's a brutal situation all right thanks for the call yeah. big bad joe yeah, okay, Bob, have a nice one. Yep, 780-496-0063. We're in our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline call section. That opens up a phone line, and we are going to go to Tom on line number one. Tom, you are on Oilers now. How are you doing, Tom? Hey, Bob, how's it going? Good. What do you think? I have a couple of points. I think they're good road stars in Calgary. That's a lot we're not hearing about. They must have done something really bad to piss them off to do this to them. On there. I, I mean, uh, we, we don't see, we always, we always look for the, the drama. I mean, I'm going to provide a scenario to me. Cactus Jack has reached out. He says, Bob, you can fly direct from Philadelphia, where Goodrow's family is from, to or New Jersey, to both Calgary and Columbus. It's 98 <laughs> minutes to from uh, Philadelphia to Columbus, and it's four hours. It's it's actually five hours from Calgary uh, or from Philly to Calgary. Columbus does not make you clear customs in either direction. Remember that for all the listeners out there. That is a valid point. I mean, one city's an hour and a half away from where he's from. The other city's five hours away, and you have to clear customs. I think they just changed the rules again, didn't they? Coming back into Canada, I think today uh, Transport Canada announced that they're going to be doing testing again. So or uh, sporadic testing or whatever you want to call it. So I, I, I know that for Canadian families that had kids playing in U.S. markets and conversely for American families that had 
kids playing in Canadian markets, there were challenges over the last two years because of this uh, pandemic, and we're not, uh, you know, we're trying to work our way around it. It could be a factor, and I think it's understandable. Yeah, if that's the case, so he could have let him know, they could have traded him down there and got something for him. Well, I think the decision, uh, they needed to, you know what, or get off the pot in the fall, and that's why I think it's going to be really interesting, Tom, to watch Kachuk, but it's a valid, a valid, are you happy with what Edmonton did? Oh, yeah, very much. I'm, I'm just overjoyed they got came back. I like who liked them back as well. We have a goaltender. Now, one more suggestion. Can we get uh, Zadorov to add more meat to the back end? Calgary signed Zadorov yesterday, uh, 3.65 million times two years. Oh, okay. Thanks, Tom. Well, thank you. Uh, we're going to go to line number four. And Mark, Mark, you're on orders now. How you doing, Mark? Hi, good, Bob. Um, a question I have for you, like, uh, there's an argument you made that with all these good signings, the Oilers didn't really improve that much because they never brought nobody in other than the goaltending, but then you lost Keith, right? Yes. So you're up against the, the cap. So to improve, maybe get another player or two where you can improve the roster, do you look at the possibility of the Oilers acquiring another LTIR contract? Here's the problem. You can only be 10% over the cap in the offseason, right? They're right. 82.5. They already got $6.4 million uh, on LTIR right now between Clefbaum and now Mike Smith. Right. So, or that, you could look at doing it the day after the season opens, I guess. Yeah, we'll have to. You know what? Uh, there's very. I think Edmonton's just. You know, I don't think Edmonton's done. I mean, Ken Holland said we're not done. I think right. the team's looking for a couple one million dollar forwards uh, that may push one of the guys that was on the team full time last year down to the minors next year. But okay. I don't think Edmonton's done yet. I would have time for a different type of number seven defenseman, maybe a veteran. You know, maybe a guy like Ben. Uh, Jordy Ben, or maybe yeah, Ben, guy, right? may, maybe Ben Harper. Uh, now Jordy Ben's a better player. Ben, <laughs> Jordy Ben's pretty tough, but Ben Harper's yeah. really, uh, you know, big rangy guy. Ben Harper two years ago was playing ahead of Eric Branson in the playoffs for Nashville. So right. I, I would do that. I don't, but I think if I'm going to guess if the Oilers were leaning a certain way, it's probably looking at signing two more forwards. Okay. Okay. Good enough. Thanks. Thank, thanks, Mark. Let's go to Chris on line number six. Uh, Chris, how you doing? You're on orders now. Oh, I'm doing great, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Uh, so a couple things I wanted to talk. First of all, uh, Ken Holland. I think he, he uh, great job this off season. He's done so far. I know he's made the point of he's upgraded the goalie goaltending. It's nice that it's something we're not going to have to worry about and being a question mark, that at least we've got Campbell and Skinner as your tandem going now. And a, and and a, good, a, and a, good, stability. And a good organizational number three goaltender in Calvin Pickard. Like, Calvin yeah. Pickard was a, was a really good AHL goalie last year for Detroit. Uh, I had a couple guys reach out that I was surprised to hear from on Pickard. Uh, you know, he's played over 100 games in the National Hockey League. Remember, the Oilers targeted Anton Forsberg a couple years ago, and then because of the whole runaround with the COVID situation, they lost him on waivers, and Anton Forsberg got a three-year deal at $2.75 million. So somebody did their homework on the pro scouting front a couple years ago with the goalie, and I know they've targeted Pickard again. I think, I think he might get some games this year as well in Edmonton. You never know. Yeah, no, I agree. But I also look at the case with with Ken and as well Brad Holland, who you had earlier on. Yeah. And I think the big thing I look at, and you know what, we can say there's been some hits and misses in Holland's tenure. We can agree on that. But the big thing we can look at is he hasn't overreacted 
to the to some of the stuff. Like he's had the patience. I mean, look no further than Mike Smith last year and how that was going. Yeah. But you can also look at the sense that he's he's taking the patient and not overreacting, which is what Shirelli did the opposite of and was kind of jumping around, and it kind of made uh, a little bit uneasy for the team as well as the fans. Okay, well, I mean, I'm going to throw I, – I, I mentioned this stat before. I work for OEG, right? So people say, well, you work – the reality is the numbers are the numbers. Ken Holland, as general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, has a 620 points percentage. The team has made the playoffs all three seasons. They've had a decent run. The, you know what? There's been mistakes made along the way. Uh, they haven't doubled down on the mistakes. And, uh, like You know what? The Athanasio trade for the two number twos, that was a mistake. That was, but they didn't turn around and sign Athanasio when the cap collapsed 81.5 because of the pandemic. Zach Cassian, you, you, fans will say, oh, you know, he was an idiot for signing him. Zach Cassian, a four-year deal at $3.2 million. As Ken mentioned, that happened at a time before they knew what Yamamoto was, before Paul Yarby, you know, was on the precipice of uh, returning. Actually, Paul Yarby was gone altogether that year. Um, and they didn't have Hyman. Uh, and they they did have Kane, and he instead of buying him out, they 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 moved him out because they didn't want to add him to buy out cap space next year. Here's the beauty for Edmonton: this, as crazy as it sounds, Chris, the Oilers are actually going to be in a better s- scenario off season wise next year in cap space because they're going to have 2.25 million that's currently burning a hole in the last year of Lucic and the last year of Sekra, that's going to be gone next year. That $2.25 million, that's a player. That's a third-line player that they're going to be able to get. So I'm with you. He's been patient. He'd be the first to admit he's made mistakes. They also have all four number ones from the last four years. Name another team that's really going to be going for it that's in that position. Can't do it. Can't do it. Thanks, Chris. Uh, one more, can Go ahead, can yep, I just make yep, one quick comment yep. about uh, Gaudreau? Um, I, I do feel bad for some of the Flames friends who, who I'm, I've got friends who are. I feel this is going to be another Tavares thing with the Islanders. And the other thing I do want to just quickly mention, and this can go for any team with their star player, where it's almost like you can't go, you almost can't take the chance in that last year. Either you sign them a long term or you don't. And look no further in two years with the Leafs and Austin Matthews. You better get something done by next season or you're in trouble. All right, thanks, Chris. 780-496-0063. Patiently waiting 17 minutes on line two has been Will. Hello, Will. How are you doing? How are you doing? Good. Thanks Good for to we- hear from you. Yes, uh, I guess I'm moderately uh, pleased with the, the moves that Holly made so far. And for me, it's, uh, you know, the Cup goes through Colorado. we competing with them. So I think... Uh, when you have a chance, if it's feasible to, to make a splash and get uh, somebody like a Kane out of Chicago, if, if that's available, well, I think you got to do, you got to make those moves, especially if we're in a all-in mode. And to that, to that end, I don't think we're there yet. There's a lot of moves, I think, left on the table yet for Holly. Okay. And hopefully we finish uh, strong and make some noise as far as uh, trades and whatnot. I think. So you you do will will you would do it at the deadline is what you're saying. Yes. It's the I only mean, way they can fit it in too. Just just yeah. and they're going to have to have a second team to do it, right? It's yep. going to have to be Chicago through another team, and it's going to have to be a combination of picks and prospects. That's how I they mean, do it. 
Exactly. And, uh, you know, I think we'll get there and uh, really make some noise in, in this year's season. And as far as Calgary, I've, I've got no comment that's uh, – <laughs> For me, it's, uh, you know, it's no big deal. All Thank right. You. Thanks, Thanks, Will. Thank you very much. We're going to go to break. It is 121 in Edmonton. We've got uh, Jim in the Okanagan, Mark and St. Albert, Jared and Kim, amongst others, holding 780-496-0063. You're listening to Oilers now. Reminder that the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled results, unrivaled commitment. It's this simple. They're the best. James H. Brown. I know Trent Brown and the gang of James H. Brown will be watching the Edmonton Elks tonight. The kickoff show, 4 p.m. with Brendan Escott. 5.30 game time at CS. Uh, the Elks and the Alouettes. Uh, Danny Machocha, the back coaching uh, the Montreal Alouettes. 5.30 game time, Morley Scott and Dave Campbell. All right, back into the River Creek Resort Casino hotline, and we drop the puck with Kim on line number three. Kim, how are you? Hey, Bob, I'm good. How are you doing today? Good. Good, good. Um, I was just wondering, you're talking about million-dollar forwards, um, if there was a couple out there. What about um, Alex Chason? I know he was here once. He seemed to do not bad. Would you would you entertain him if you could get him for around a million? Um, uh, 800. Right. I mean, you got him in at 650 four years ago. Right. right. Okay. Right. Like, remember, he came in on a PTO, and you got him at six fifty. I I really like Alex Chase on as a guy. Um, the, I think they need a different type of. They need a right wing that can kill penalties. Is what they need. Okay. okay? What about another guy? One more. Um, what about uh, Paul Stashney? Um, would would uh, he uh, um, if you could get him? For- I, I I wouldn't mind getting a center. I don't like Stashney. The foot speed would be a concern. Actually, for both Chase on and Stashney, the right. You know, I could see, like, uh, I'll give you a couple. Like, what about Yanmark? Right, yeah. There's a guy, uh, Yarn Croak. Um, right. Raffle? You know, like, okay. he did a pretty good job against Calgary in the playoffs, so, and he can skate. Uh, yeah. So there's a, there's there's some names for you, okay? Okay, perfect. Thanks, Bob. That's who I, I'm not, I have no idea what the Oilers are thinking. Let's go to line five. Jarrett uh, is going to join us in Oilers now. Hi, Jarrett. How you doing? Hey, Bobby. I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Yeah, Kenny crushed it, man. Like we all, we're all kind of downplaying it a little bit. I don't think there's as much as uh, enthusiasm as there should be. I mean, we upgraded the goalie. He got Kane on a dollar va- value that we didn't think was possible. He got Kulak. If you look at the comparables that I we know. yesterday, I know. it's unbelievable. I think that Kulak deal will actually turn out to be a very, very, you know, valuable contract for the Oilers moving forward. I think his, his, he's just trending upwards right now. And uh, that's a great signing. As for Calgary, I, I don't know. I kind of think Johnny did him dirty a little bit. You know, if he was totally honest and upfront with the organization, maybe I at the agree. beginning of the I season, I agree. he's got to tell him, like, my heart's not in Calgary. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an American boy. I'm probably going to go. They could have got something for him. I think if anybody should be mad, I, Trey Levin did everything he could. I know. I don't, he's, I don't know. He, that organization works their bag off, okay? Like, they, they do a lot of things. They hustle. And... Uh, they're they're all in and they're they're sitting there and they're they're they grind and they dig and I, I I know we're supposed to have this bitter rivalry with Calgary. There's a lot of things to respect about what they did. I felt bad for the man. I really do. Oh, big time! It's a good hockey market. We all hate him. We all got buddies down there and we right. have to go back and forth with them and and take all that nonsense sometimes. But I mean, the fact that he took less money, less term, just tells me that all he really wanted to do was find the right spot for him, which he knew all along was going to be down in the States. And, 
That's, that's, I don't know. He, he did him wrong, I think, a little I, bit. I agree with you. Thanks for the call, Jared. Thanks. 780-496-0063. we got a couple more minutes for open line. We're going to go to Jim in the Okanagan. Jim, how you doing? I'm well, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Good. Uh, John Hilworth's buddy here in the South Okanagan grew up with the Hilworth boys and Jasper. Uh, we met at the Young Stars. I hope you're back this year again. Uh, we uh, are. We are. We're coming in, uh, I think it's like the 16th or the 17th of September. So I, I'm pretty sure we're webcasting those ones, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, for the listeners that are unaware, we should educate people. John Hilworth played for the Medicine Hat Tigers. Uh, he played in the late 70s, very early 80s. He was a big, rangy guy. Uh, probably best known uh, for being on the wrong side of a couple fights, including one with Ben Wilson, when Ben Wilson might have been the toughest guy in the NHL. But he could uh, he could swing back in the day, no question. He certainly could. Uh, a heck of a guy, too. Really good guy. Good to hear. Uh, just a couple quick points, Bob. Uh, not only did, we, uh, did Holland replace the guy behind the mask, which I think is going to be really, really good, the other two thing, two points that I feel make us a much better team this year is the fact that we have Kane now for 82 games. Also, we have Woodcroft for 82 games. With all due respect to Tip, I think he did a great job. But with those two guys here for a full season, I think we're we're better right off the right off the get go. So, uh, and as far as Calgary goes, uh, sorry. No sympathy here. <laughs> uh, spoken like a true Oilers fan. Thanks for the call, Jim. 780-496-0063. I believe this is going to be the last call we're going to be able to get in. We'll go to Mark in St. Albert on line number four. Mark, how are you doing? Hey, very good, Bob. Yourself? Good. Hey, I just wanted to, uh, you know, call you because I've definitely been one of the biggest critics uh, of Ken Holland on the text line. I really, really, when they brought him here, I was really vehemently opposed to it. I thought they needed a young GM, someone like uh, Dubas. Uh, you know what? I was, I was wrong. This guy in the last two years has really, really um, solidified the core of this team, uh, brought in some great players, uh, and, and, a, and, and a good value. So, you know what? I think the Oilers... Um, He's really made the Oilers uh, a very a significantly better team and, and actually uh, really a, a major threat to win a cup, I'd say. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, Mark, he'd be the last guy to take any credit. He'd tell you that Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl evolving to what we saw in the playoffs. They were the guys that helped bring in Zach Hyman. Hyman coming aboard plays a factor for a guy like Jack Campbell. And I will tell you this, Edmonton is now a team that gets calls from agents instead of having to produce DVDs to send out like they did back in the mid-2000s. You know, and and part of it is, they, you know, they bit the bullet to get the best players uh, in the draft, and they got lucky. Uh, they got a new building, a passionate fan base, and the landscape in the NHL's changed over the last 15 years, too. Thanks for the call, okay? Yeah, you're welcome. And I, and I mean that. I don't think Ken Holland would take that much credit for it. He wouldn't. Um, and the... the this I talked to some guys down today. Uh, the development camp continues tonight's the Billy Morris Cup, and Cam Moon and myself will have the call on the uh, website. And uh, there, I mean, I was sitting with two guys, and agents were trying to place players and convince the Oilers to bend a bit on price point on on good, serviceable NHL players. Interesting. Off to a global news weather traffic update. I incorrectly stated the last update. It was Eileen doing the last one. It will be Ray LaHoop. And when we come back from the NHL Network for Canadian Power Pack, Kevin Weeks.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.